Hey, it's Myra. And this is Rhonda. And welcome to We Choose Love, where we discuss the complexities of love, relationships, and marriage. Guess what? I have a question for you. What? Now that we found love, what are we gonna <laughs> do? Oh, no. With it. Hey. Yeah. Do you, know, realize, do you realize we've been together, back together strong for just about over a year now? Really? Yes. Yes. Last summer. Last summer. And last summer, we got it together. <laughs> yeah. We got it together. This has and been a I, great summer. It's, it's been a good summer. I, I wish we were spending Labor Day weekend together. However, it's okay. You know, my yeah, mom we, came to visit me. Yeah, my mom came to visit, so that's cool. Yeah. My mom, my, my mom and my nephew, Phoenix, he told me to give him a shout out on the podcast. So <laughs> she got, shout out to Phoenix Wyndham. He's in the house. Does he even listen to our podcast? I guess he'll listen now that you shouted him out. Exactly. There we go. That's what you have to do. Oh, man. But yeah, now that we found love, what are we going to do with it? That's what we're talking about, love and the future, right? Yes, the future. You know, how do you look to the future when you're in love and been together, as long as we have, um, and look into the future? I don't know. I'm so, go ahead. I know. What's going on with you? I'm sorry, babe. I'm just like, I'm really just weighed down. My heart is just weighed down by the story of that young boy, um, that young uh, LGBT, well, gay boy. He's like nine years old. Um, Jamel Miles from Denver who committed suicide. Right. He's yes. nine years old after coming, you know, he he's so brave to come out at nine years old. Right, he came out to his mom at nine over the summer. <laughs> and and the mom, I, I, I read that, yeah, we, we talked about it, you know. And it's just... <laughs> He came out to his mom and then he was just like really excited to go back to school and because he felt confident. Right, right, right. You know, he's not. He's a kid. He wants to share with his friends. And then they just bullied him just senselessly. I mean, he's nine years old. And this is. Go ahead. I'm just going to say, you know, and and he took his life. And, you know. This is a thing. This is a big, big, big issue, you know, with LGBTQ youth. And it's just like, you know, I work at a school and we're starting a group. But, you know, this is the kind of thing where you're at school. School is is like work. It's like your whole life at that age. You know, when you're young, you spend more time in school than you do spending it at home. Right. Right. So you have to go to school and it's just it's just so much. So this the level of of bullying and and, and people feeling unsafe is just so for me, it's so upsetting. And that story, I'm thinking, how do you even know how to kill yourself at nine years old? And then they said that the kids told him to kill himself. Right. That's 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 the go kill yourself. You know, and this is why I'm so, so you know, proud and passionate about our organization, Soka Gakkai International and the youth of the organization who just, you know, they decided enough is enough. There's so much going on in the world and they decided to have the to to have this festival called Lines of Justice, where fifty thousand youth in nine cities are coming together on September twenty third. 
Right. Right. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. And, um, you know, just to really, really usher in this like era of hope. That's how they say. So if you go to the website, um, linesofjustice.org and you read the mission statement, it's like they're talking about bringing all young people together from all backgrounds and, you know, all walks of life. It doesn't matter. You know, we're Buddhists, it's a Buddhist organization, but it's, it's all about like just bringing youth together to really, um, through musical performance and film and speakers to just have shared experiences, you know, to, of, of youth that are standing up in society and transforming their life. And, you know, really just standing for peace, courage, and hope because they recognize it. And I'm, I feel like it's true. The youth are really the ones in every movement that the youth are our future. You know, they're our future. And they're really in history, the Young people are the ones that actually transform stuff. Right. And, and so, and you know, they're able to then have hope, right? you know, have, have hope for, for their future. I mean, this this young man, you know, he felt like he, did, he didn't have any hope. And, you know, HRC, the Human Rights Campaign, which is a, an amazing organization, um, they came out right away and, and, and responded and, and just really talked about um, how children are even younger than Miles are, you know, hearing so many dangerous and, and hurtful messages mm-hmm. and it makes them feel hopeless and alone. Right. You know, just because they're trying to be who they are. Also the um, centers for disease control, they had a survey recently, the youth, youth risk behavior survey mm-hmm. and, and found out that um, lesbian, gay, bisexual youth, are four four times more likely than non-LGB youth to attempt suicide. Mm-hmm. Four times more likely. And and a lot of it is because people are not accepting of, of who they are. Not only are they not accepting who they are, they're denigrating them for who they are. Right, right. And that's that's the whole thing that what we stand for and what our our Buddhist philosophy teaches that the social ills that are happening come from three poisons, greed, anger, and ignorance. And it's like, you know, if you're ignorant, then of course, if you have, you're, if you're angry, then you're hateful and you're discriminatory, you know, and violent, you know, and, you know, if you're greedy, then of course, that's why we have all this economic inequality and hunger and all these different things. And so, um, just to talk about the youth for this festival, 50,000, I mean, 50K, what they're saying is, you know, the answer is for people to stand up in solidarity with this kind of awareness that ev- that all life is precious, right? And to just really lead with the human heart. And that can only happen when all the diverse groups of people unite. And then they share this respect and understanding. I mean, no one wants everybody to be the same, but we all have to have respect. These are children. So when I think about us, you know, I think about like us in long-term relationship and I think about, I want to be an example for the young people, young people in my school, I've come out to them and, you know, I have your picture on my desk and they're like, oh, we know you like Mrs. So-and-so. I'm like, uh-uh, honey, this is my wife right here. And they're like, what, miss? And then, you know, is my way. I want them to see an example, you know, an example of, and I think that we can do that as, as, as adults, you know? Yes. As adults that are, um, you know, living this life, you know, a lot of people die for these young people to be able to come and, and, and 
and actually feel comfortable enough. Generation to generation, even our generation, I wasn't comfortable enough to just be like at nine years old coming out. I mean, come on. At nine? Mm-mm. How brave. Yeah, they're, they but- are courageous lions. <laughs> that young man, you know, and the many others. So I just feel, I'm glad you asked me because I, I just, we talked about it earlier, but it just hit me so much. I don't know why today. So I really appreciate you feeling me. <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know, this is real, this is real, um, to the listeners, you know, we don't usually go there, but this is real. And I feel like we can all do something and I'm going to do more. I'm going to do a little bit more. Definitely. I'm supporting. If anybody's interested, go to linesofjustice.org. Um, and you can check out the, the lines of justice festival and, you know, definitely I'm, something inspirational. Yeah. Uh, for, for the youth, something positive, something, something for them to hopeful. hold on to, something to give them hope, something to help them go after their dreams, help us all go after our, our dreams and goals. Because the bottom line is we want to be happy. Right. We want to be happy. I mean, that's everybody deserves to be happy in their life. And, and that's the key word you said, Myra, deserves. You deserve right. to be happy. Yeah. I think every human being deserves to be happy. No one deserves not to be. I mean, so... When I think about the future, um, I think about vision, right? So, like, what is your vision? Right. You know, for and, your your life and your relationship. And I think, you know, when you're when you're with someone and trying to create a unified vision, you both you may, may not both be interested in the same, may not have the same interests. However, as a couple, working together to have a, a unified vision of how we're going to get from point A to point B, mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's helpful. And, and I think that, that gives hope because, you know, you have somebody side by side with you fighting the same battle. Right. You know, whether, whether it's something small or whether it's something big, maybe it's something simple as we want to go on vacation. Right. And so then we're working together, we're saving our money, we're, you know, making those sacrifices so that we can make this happen together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that for us, we do that. We, we really think about what we want to do and grow as a couple, how we want to grow. Um, you know, we're living apart right now. So we're thinking about how it's going to look like when we come together, which is going to be soon. Not too long, not too long. And how we're going to cohabitate, as you like to say, cohabitate, so proper. <laughs> Who says that? I say living together, you're like cohabitate. <laughs> but um, I also think that it's not... I mean, sharing, sharing space with another person, uh-huh. you know, that, that's, it's an art to that. <laughs> and sharing space where you feel, you feel happy, you feel there's, there's calm. You know, I like the thing to be calm, babe. You do? Yeah, you do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so does everybody. Until we, we turn it up. I think everybody desires that. But yeah, we do, co- we do cohabitate well together because, you know, we're, uh, we're comfortable in each other's space. You don't always have that. I think that's just a natural thing that we actually had right from the beginning. You know, even if I got sick of other things, I never was sick of looking at you or seeing you. And also you look good in the morning. 
You know what? You've been saying that lately. I always, I've been saying that for 18 years. You've always looked in the I'm morning. saying you've been saying it like more yes, a lot lately. summertime. I think you look good. Oh, because you like, like when I have a tan. Yes. Yeah. When I have my nature girl look going. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that, wait, speaking of nature, that's nothing. So, you know, I was thinking about this idea of love and the future and how do you kind of, when you were singing at the beginning, now that we found love, what are we going to do with it? Like, what's the plan? And I was thinking about, you know, the biological term nature versus nurture. And, um, you know, that term talks about, you know, being born with like being born <laughs> a lesbian, right? Being born gay, being born versus the culture, right? Because some people right. think you're born with things and, and other people kind of believe, oh, no, somehow the culture influenced you. So I was thinking in a relationship, it's kind of like that, too, right? It's good. You have that good relationship. That's the nature part. But you can't really like rely on that forever. Right. You still have to like nurture that. Yeah. You know, so so it's, that's like the culture. Like you got to nurture, you got to keep things new and fresh. You got to pay attention, keep it special. And then that, that helps you continue to grow in relationship in the future. And I think that's the thing that we look to do. You know, we're not. I, and that's that comes also not taking each other, taking for, you for, for granted. granted. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I think. At one point, maybe we got away from that a little bit, but I think especially with us living apart right now, we're paying a lot more attention to, to one another because, you know, we have to we have to find ways to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm excited to come home and Skype with you. Right. I look, I look forward to that. I mean, if I, if I didn't, I'd just come home, give you a call, say our good nights and, and that's it. But taking it a step further, trying to nurture our, our love, nurture our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and it keeps it fresh, it keeps it fresh and fun. Yeah, it's that effort that you need to make. And even if we were in the same city, it's, it's the same thing. You just need to make that effort to just not take, it will happen, it, you know, naturally. We went through a hard period. And, um, you know, in that hard period of time, there was stuff that we created that was destructive. Right. So, but it's really like that destruction that when things are broken down, that you can actually construct something new, right. Or reconstruct something new to make it better. And that's how I feel what we've done. You know, we went through this and we went through our stuff, went down and then like, now we got the opportunity to build stuff. And, you know, you used to do real estate, uh, development. Yes. Right. Which is really about like and, and flipping so houses. So that's construction and reconstruction and stuff. Right. Right. And what's so funny is that I remember I would be so excited to take you to one of the properties <laughs> and the property is just tore up and I'm all excited about it, telling you how great it's going to look. And you're looking around going, oh, my gosh, <laughs> what is this? No, I could not see it. Couldn't see it. And then you even took me to the beginning part, the, the foundation of the building, uh, an apartment building you guys, were, uh, or a house you were building. And you remember we were in the, we were standing in the frame, you were walking me through the frame. You're like, the bathroom's oh, going right. to go here and the bedroom's going to go here. And I was just like, yeah, this looks like uh, just nothing. <laughs> And it's funny, as an artist, you think I would be able to see, but I couldn't see that. But yeah, you could see. And that's the same thing. Or or when we redid the bathroom at the house. Oh, yeah. You literally ripped up the whole bathroom, 
destruct and put in the bathroom that I love. So there is something to that if you can go through that that idea of being able to reconstruct something and bring it back. That that entire bathroom was created because you hogged the sink. You I hogged did. It. You hogged the whole sink area. I'm like, wait a minute. We need two sinks. So I don't I think survive. I hogged it. I think you just wasn't used to living with anybody. No. So you didn't and, have to share it. Negative. No. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. <laughs> but it worked out because there's two sinks. Yeah. And so it was my benefit that I hogged it because then you got so frustrated you built two sinks in the, in the bathroom. That's Babe, really funny. Can I, wait, can I just bring up something funny? Uh-huh. Do you remember when you used to live in the beginning when I used to call you and talk to you that I was going to home base? Right, all right. The time? Right. And so then when you came to LA and I took you to the store, it was a store before Home Depot called Home Base. Mm-hmm. No, and but so you said, what? No, you were like, okay, I just have to stop and go to Home Base. We have, you know, so I'm like, oh, my vision, because you know, I have a, a very vivid imagination, I guess. I was like, oh, every time I spoke to you, you're going to Home Base. I envision like you're going, all the construction workers are there building the property and you're sitting in one of those, um, <laughs> one of those things, like a trailer, like trailer a trailer. and there's blueprints and architects. And you're like, I got to go to home base. So then when I come out there, like, oh, I just got to stop at home base, babe. So then we drive and I'm like, why? Where are we? We're like at a home depot place. And you're like, this is home base. It's a store. That was funny. But see, that was you. That was some big, you really were able to envision and dream. And that's another thing that unites you, you know, when you're thinking about the dreams that we have together, having big dreams together, having the confidence to have big dreams together, right? Yes. Um, and just also supporting each other's dreams, no matter what it is, not shooting sh- shooting the person down like, well, well, that's so big, you know? You sure you can do that? You know, I have dreams, I want to go. And every time I tell you, you know, I want to go and um, go internationally, do art internationally or I want to be somewhere in a museum or I want to start this program. You're never like, uh, it's a little late for that, isn't it? Or, you know, <laughs> don't quit your day job. You know, you're never putting me down. You're like believing it. It's a difference. Well, because I, I believe in you. I respect you as a human, as an artist, as my, my wife. And, you know, I want to see you succeed in, in whatever it is that you're, whatever you you have a vision for, I want to see you succeed. And I want to be part of helping you do that. Mm-hmm. If you're succeeding, we're succeeding. Right. Yeah. And plus, I always say, I'm going to retire on you. So it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to stop working any second. <laughs> don't, don't threaten me with a good time. Don't threaten me with a good time. You're so crazy. <laughs> but it's funny because I, I think maybe some times um you know it's hard for family and friends to like when you go through stuff you share a lot right so we go through hard stuff you share you vent blah blah I know I do you live in more private whatever but you know then you get back together or things go good and then you really want to be around people that are right happy for you, you and support right, you love, yeah yeah right and so 
it makes it hard though because now you've given them this information and now they're having their judgments. But you you've worked things out with, you know, your loved one and you want everybody to be on board. Right. So, you know, you really get to see who the people are that really support you. And I, I think it's really important for, you know, in a relationship to surround yourself with people that are happy for you. Mm-hmm. With people that want to support your relationship and send you back to one another. You know, sure, you can listen to the problem, you can hear it, but the worst thing to do is start taking sides. And for, for me, that, that, that's what I've learned for myself. For me, I try my best not to take sides. And, um, you know, I'm hoping that the people that are our friends and loved ones will, you know, support us no matter what. Yeah, I feel like true friendship, you know, is that they'll tell you when something's wrong. You know, people weren't all jumping for joy. They'll be like, no, this is wrong. I'm Rhonda, you're wrong. Myra, you're wrong. You know, a true friend tells you that anyway. Or you could do better here or there, but it's from a, a state of like caring and concern. You're not relishing in my uh, defeat and your pain and in my pain and being like all happy, 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 because now I'm down, down, down. But you're like with care being like, you know, sister, friend, you know, you could do better here and there. And this is how. But I still love you. You're flawed, yes. but I still love you. And you need to get your shit together. That's a good friend. So I feel like. That kind of honesty is something that's healing um, and supportive and, and it's helpful and helpful. But yeah, sometimes you do got to let some things go. You have said that some relationships in, in, in rela- some relationships, whatever you go through, you do kind of lose. You might lose friends for either choosing on the sides or whatever. And you just have to move forward. Forward. Um, and, and, you know, build your team with people that, you know. They love you and, and show love no matter what. Yeah. And then I think another thing in, in maintaining a great love and looking towards the future is not to get like not escapism. Because sometimes you can just escape. Right. I could do that. I say, oh, I can lay in your arms forever. Or I could just <laughs> lay here. I don't want to do anything. But that kind of like not getting lost or hiding behind the love that you have. Um, and. Like we said, don't take each other for granted, but just not having that kind of, um, like you said, escapism. escapism. That's, that's not that's not that's not healthy, right? Because that's not balanced. And um, when when you're not balanced, it's like you're just not doing the things you need to do, and you're just all in love and not taking care of yourself and doing what you need to do. And there's I have a great quote for you um, that I want to share about okay. this. Okay. okay. And this is really good for young people, especially I share this quote with a lot of young people that I that I, you know, who asked me about relationship. And it says, if you are neglecting things you should be doing, forgetting your purpose in life because of the relationship you're in, then you're on the wrong path. A healthy relationship is one in which two people encourage each other to reach their respective goals while sharing each other's hopes and dreams. A relationship should be a source of inspiration, invigoration and hope. That's from Daisaki Keda. Okay, I like that. So it's inspiration, invigoration, and hope. Yes. So I really think, you know, these kind of things, not taking your relationship for granted and just being united in your vision 
just how you're going to remain. Like, how are we going to work at this? Let's both be invested in our happiness so that we can stay in love and we can grow and not getting lost and behind the love and escaping into it, but instead of making it something that helps you, it should empower you, right? And invigorate you. Yes. And you know what? Just um, on another note, just loving sports because right now it's the WNBA playoffs. How did you, how, how did you go there? Listen, listen, because we're talking about inspiration, invigoration, and hope. Okay. So, so, so the players, you know, they're really working together. You know, being in a, being on a team is like being in a relationship, right? So you have to support each other. So right now it's like do or die. You lose, you're out, you're out the playoffs. Okay. So, so, um, the Washington Mystics are playing, I believe they're playing the Atlantic, the uh, Atlanta Dream. And then Phoenix is playing Seattle. So we got Diana Taurasi on one side. You know, I love her. Um, she just missed, a, a, I think, a shot at the buzzer the other day. And then we have Elena Deladon, who we've talked about her before, her and her, her, and her wife. Um, she kind of tweaked her knee the other day. So I'm hoping she plays on Friday. Crickets! So <laughs> Whatever. You heard my crickets? And then the last part of Love and Sports. Oh my gosh. So what so what part, listen, the last part of Love and Sports, but this is inspiration, invigoration, and hope. Okay. The Williams sisters are playing each other. <gasps> That's been a, now that I get a little excited about. That's yes. been a while, right? Yes, it's been a while since they played each other. So they're playing each other in the US Open tomorrow. So, I just think that's amazing that these women are the top that they end up playing each years. other. They just years. can't even stand them. They get mad, but it doesn't matter. They can talk about her wearing a cat suit because look, she oh, and her sister are dominating, dominating, dominating. I love it. I love it. I love that. Yeah, that, that. Because, you know, I'm, I'm more favorable for one-on-one sports. <laughs> we know. Too much we pressure. Know. I was like traumatized. I was like that scene in Carrie where she was playing. And, and I don't know if anybody, I'm going way back. If anybody saw the original scene, she's there, she's misses the volleyball and they're like, you stupid bitch. I mean, that's how I felt when I played team sports. Don't throw the ball to me. Don't hit the ball to me. I don't want the pressure of catching it. I don't want to make that last, you know, miss the last shot. And then everyone's like, oh, no. I'd rather just take care of myself on my own. But anyway, well, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad to see you're laughing right now and smiling. I know we, we went, talked about some serious issues, but, you know, if 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 anyone, you know, our listeners, if you know someone out there who may be at risk of suicide. Yes. Call, call. the National Suicide Prevention Line. The number is 1-800-273-8255. Yeah. And if you're. 800-273-8255. What? 1-800-273-8255. That's the number. And if you're LGBTQ youth or a person and you think they need to talk to someone, they can call the Trevor Projects. Projects. That's funny. The Trevor Projects 24-hour crisis hotline. And that's for youth. And that's 1-866-488-7386. And also they have now aligned transgender persons of any age. They can call the Trans Lifeline at 877-565-8860. And if you want to know about the um, 50K Lines of Justice Festival, you can go to linesofjustice.org. 
And so I know we were kind of all over the place, but I hope you guys can appreciate that we are real and not, you know, manufacturing these things <laughs> and, and our heart is really here. And again, we just want to thank you once again, all of you for listening. And you can find our podcast on iTunes, on CastBox and the Google Play Store, on Spotify. And now you can also find us on SoundCloud. And please click subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Yeah. And you can follow us on Instagram. The show is at We Choose Love Always. Um, and follow us both at Myra Gandy and at Rhonda Live Well. Connect with us on Facebook at We Choose Love Always. Follow us on Twitter at We Choose Love Now. And you can contact us via email at we choose love always at gmail.com. Thanks everyone for listening. Keep it loving. And remember to always choose love.